emergency pod. <laughs> Everyone, stop what you're doing and press play on this podcast. <laughs> and if you've already done that, great. You're one step closer to the truth. Yeah. I mean, it's actually like a week old now, the news. But um, <laughs> we feel obliged, obviously, to inform the listener because we've been very big fans of Havana Syndrome. Yes. Can you fill in uh, me on what Havana Syndrome is? Just remind me. Sure. Thank you. Great technique. Yeah. Did you like that? <laughs> Havana Syndrome is the term that has been used to describe an ailment, an illness mm. that happens to diplomats and spooks in um, American embassies the world around, in particular in places like Cuba, hence Havana Syndrome, yep. Russia, yep. You know, China. I don't Did know. Did people I think get it in China. Australia as well? Didn't someone get it in Australia? Well, it started kind of happening everywhere yeah. with the idea being that there was some kind of weapon being used against, you know, Cuban diplomats or whatever, Russian diplomats to make them sick because they would get dizziness, headaches, fatigue, you know, this kind of thing. Yes. Now, this was taken so seriously that when Biden first got in, he basically said, like prescribed like $100 million <laughs> to diplomats who are victims of this uh, like horrible disorder, $100 million. So they basically get free medical care for life, which as you know, like if anyone knows anything about America, that's, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Big bickies. Um, no one could de- describe what it was. There was many postulations. Like was it some kind of sonic weapon? That was a big one. Yeah, yeah. That was on uh, 60 Minutes in the US. They talked about the sound that you can hear, um, which sounded a lot like... Uh, as, as Americans would say, cicadas. <laughs> yeah. So that was a sound that often they'd hear before kind of getting this dizziness and, and headache spells. The sonic weapon thing seems to have been debunked. So they thought that maybe it was some kind of magnetism issue. Oh, yep. Yep. Some electromagnetic stuff. Yeah. Some of that. Yep. Now, unfortunately, and I obviously believe them. It's, it's just crazy. Obviously, the damn commies have done a lot of things that have left scientists scratching their noodles. Mm. This was just heaped onto the pile. Yeah, poor diplomats. The CIA has come out and said they've done an extensive investigation over Mm -hmm. many years and they can't find a cause, but they have ruled out any kind of sonic weapon or interference or uh, poisoning or anything of that sort. Basically, it doesn't exist. Well... I think on face value, yeah, it's fine to accept. Well, yes, sorry, you're right. It doesn't they, exist. They, they specifically actually did say um, something along the lines of um, the lived experiences. They they recognise the lived experiences as real. <laughs> However, there is no evidence to suggest that anything is being that done it's to real. <laughs> yeah, which is which is I guess you know the the CIA have succumbed to the woke mob. You know, we acknowledge that it's real. But you're lying. You know mm. that's the kind of bullshit you have to say these days. Yeah. I mean, to I'm, keep them happy. I'm not the first person to say this, but it could well be the fact that the CIA are getting really annoyed about the amount of sick days being taken. <laughs> <laughs> just people just constantly coming down yeah. with. No, I got the HS boss. I'm working from home because I have Havana syndrome. Yeah, I mean. It could be any number of things. Mm-hmm. Americans have a pretty unique diet. Yes, they do. Uh, it could be withdrawal symptoms. I'm actually surprised that, you know, like obviously they've got a big obesity problem there. We mm. have a big obesity problem here. I mean, sorry, 
maybe I'm not allowed to say problem anymore. Yeah, or obesity. <laughs> or okay, we have a fat gift. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> wait, well, sorry, obesity rates are high. Yes. In uh, in America, and obesity rates in Australia are also high. But I'm surprised they're not higher in America because their diets are fucked. Like yeah, normal yeah. people, like normal people who actually even look healthy. Is that offensive too? Two- I'm not offended. It's fine. <laughs> people who look like me. <laughs> what do you mean? White people? <laughs> men? Is that what you're saying? White men. No. Um, <laughs> like... It, but even normies have like fucked diets. Yeah, yeah. Everyone has a fucked it's diet. Disgusting. It's disgusting. It's crazy. Like I don't know how keto has become a craze over there because where the fuck are they buying their vegetables from? Yeah. There's like one shop in the middle of nowhere, everywhere where you know, like in in each town or whatever. Or maybe that's this is just my lived experience being over there and. Not seeing like proper suburbia, yeah. But it's just like, where are the fucking shops with normal shit? Yeah, they don't. They have pop tarts for breakfast for God's yeah. sake. They like, need, They give their kids just crazy shit. Yeah. They need more of the big two supermarkets over there. Yeah, get Woolies and Coles over there. You can get some red dollar deals. Yeah, they tear it up. Well, you know, if America had flybys, they'd all be skinny, but they don't, so they're fat. That's what we figured out. They're fat. And then they get called up to go over to Cuba to be a spy. Mm. And these big fat spies are going like, I haven't had McDonald's in a month. Yeah, and they're having withdrawals. And they're having withdrawals. Yeah. Shaking and shit. Case solved. Sweating. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's a sonic weapon. (laughs) The real weapon is at home and it has a drive through. Real weapons right here at this table. Yeah. Underneath this. City of Sydney Astral Projection Club t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. It's holding up, that shirt. Looks good. Where'd you get that? TheMeetingTree.com? That's right, TheMeetingTree.com. Speaking of McDonald's's, there's been a real pushback. Maccas want to open a 24-hour McDonald's in Marrickville. Yes, I've seen this. Yeah, which I think is super exciting for the people of Marrickville to have a second McDonald's because there's already one in the metro and if they can't be bothered going to that one, they can go to the one in Tempe, uh, just you know, five minutes away, or to the one in Stanmore, about eight minutes away. Well, the Stanmore one's twenty-four hours, but is the Marrickville Met- Marrickville, Marrickville Metro, Metro isn't, but no. Tempe is as well, twenty-four hours. Where's the twenty-four hour Macca's in Tempe? Oh, I on, see that as Alex, like St Peter's. St Peter's, yeah, 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 yeah St yeah. Peter's. Sorry, five minutes away. Yeah. Of course, there's uproar. We don't want a McDonald's anywhere near here. Yeah, the Facebook beyond, groups are on fire. Yeah, beyond the three we already have. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which is ridiculous, I think. I mean, of course it is. Chuck it in. Just chuck it in. Like, you, we need to accept that Marrickville is dead and that the Inner West experiment has failed. Marrickville is for boomers now. Yeah. Mar- I'm sorry if you live in Marrickville. No, but this is the thing. If you live in Marrickville, who's listening to this, you're renting. Yeah. This is the cycle. Well, there, there are some owners in Earlwood that listen. But Ross Earlwood's, and Care, thanks again. Look, it, yeah, but if you're listening to this in Earlwood, you, you probably bought. That's yeah, the, yeah. That's the thing because you get pushed out. I mean, the millennials and uh, the Gen Z listeners, I mean, Gen Z aren't purchasing shit. Mm. But, you know, they're, yeah, they, get, they pushed from Marrickville over to Earlwood. But here's the cycle. The cycle is obvious. Like, why do cool suburbs exist Like or like spring up? It's because there's people there who are able to afford cafes, bars, 
and don't have any like massive commitments. I.e. like people who can on weekends just mosey over to a cafe and then go to a bar that night. They don't have kids. Yes. And they have a bit more dispensable income. They don't have huge mortgages. Yes. So that is two different types of people. Students and boomers. Yeah. So the students move into a place, make it quote unquote cool just because businesses are attracted to people who spend money on frivolous things. Mm. A place gets a name for being like cool and then property prices get pushed up. And who's the only one who can afford the property prices but also want the lifestyle to spend frivolously with absolutely no uh, uh, responsibilities? Boomers. Yeah. Then the boomers make a place shit and the cycle continues elsewhere. Paddington, etc. So if it's a cycle, does that mean that eventually Redfin will... Be be, boomified. Well, it already kind of is. Yeah, yeah. But then will it fall out of favour... And then, you know, go back to kind of mid-90s level <laughs> where my grandma lived up near Redfern Oval and, and there's two places where you can get food after 5 p.m. And then it starts again. Well, I mean, I don't know if it, the maybe a cycle is the wrong word. Maybe it's like linear because that doesn't seem to happen. No. Like it doesn't come back. It's So, Woolloomooloo, for example, is a place where mm. you had... But we're basically talking about houses. That's the different factor with somewhere like Redfern. Like there's heaps of houses, right? Yeah. Willem Alouz is saying they had heaps of houses and then like trendy young people and then just boomers yeah. now. So now it's just like boomers and and houses. You know what I'd like to see? So you know how obviously Chatswood has like a bit of a CBD. Yeah. North Sydney has a bit of a CBD. Yeah. There's like... Who actually has the title for second CBD in Sydney? I feel like Parramatta... Para- calls it but you yeah, know yeah. there's an argument to be made for Chatswood but I feel like we need another CBD <laughs> we need a third CBD on this side on, on the this side <laughs> on the um, north side to, to, to give you to give you a peek under the hood uh, we're on the south side of the Parramatta River uh, for those of you not from Sydney uh, Marrickville also is on that side of the river as is Earlwood as is well Willamaloo technically but that's on the east of the city but on this side of the harbour if you like, get your Google Maps out, uh, have a poke around, have a dick around. You'll see places like Rosebury, Zetland, and maybe it'll give you like, kind of- get some demographic information and overlay that on across like all of these suburbs we're talking about. Across, yeah, across your Google Maps, we could pitch that to to Google. So you got uh, street view, satellite, terrain, and socioeconomic, yeah. and it kind of just does it by heat map. Yeah, 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 yeah. Median. Median income heat maps well, like what about across like the city. Country of origin. It's got to be careful with. Oh, like, that's a good one. Like what colors do you make? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't care if they're black, white, yellow, purple, purple. green. <laughs> fuck, I said yellow. Fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. So where where would you put a third CBD? I mean, I feel like Hurstville's making a play for it. Well, they did, but it's kind of dead in the water yeah, now. It is a bit dead. I think where you want it is maybe. Ashfield. Ashfield. I mean, Burwood, Ashfield feels quite metropolitan. It's getting there. Yeah. You know, like they're they're doing more high density. Strathfield, uh, I think there's- Too many big houses. Too many big houses. Yeah. Burwood, Ashfield Way. Campsy, you know. Oh, yeah. Campsy. A a third CBD in Campsy. Yes. Now we're talking. Okay. (laughs) If you you overlaid the demographic information on Campsy- Yeah. Ooh. Be careful with the colour you choose. <laughs> Red. 
Well, yeah, makes more sense. Yeah. Now, Campsy is a um, high, high percentage of Chinese yeah. people live in Campsy for our non-Sydney listeners. Yeah, and for our white listeners, Campsy has great food. <laughs> you can go and visit and get lots of wonderful food. No, it, it is actually sick how like legit somewhere like Campsy, I mean, Burwood as well for that matter, but like you drive down the main street of Campsy and it's not like, oh, it's Chinatown, you know, like come to Chinatown. And yeah. it's like, no, these, just all of these shops are, just, it's Chinese characters everywhere. It's like, yeah. it's sick. I actually really love that. Remember there was a big push, fuck God, 20 years ago, probably now. This was in Strathfield. The council banned having single language, non-English shop signs. Oh, really? Yeah. No, Why? It, like, isn't that fucking ridiculous? Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. I guess. We have to be able to understand it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I don't know what you're selling. <laughs> if I don't know that underneath it, it says like Stingray Boy or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> These guys go like, I don't fucking know. What, do you know some English words, Rick? <laughs> Just chuck them up there. Fuck them off. Like, but now, you know, uh, I some, from time to time will order food off the, the app Easy. Yeah. Which makes me feel like Anthony Bourdain. Like I'm, I'm, you know, and so many of the shops, none of it is in English. Yeah. But it's like they still got pictures, dog. <laughs> the universal language, pictures of food. It's worth a thousand characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Move over, maths. Um, yeah. They should teach pictures in high school. They should teach pictures. Yeah, I think one of the pictures teachers at my high school used to go to the dark room to smoke pot. Imagine that. I'm doing I'm doing three major works for my HSC. I'm doing fluent in English, music and pictures. Just identifying things. Yeah. Oh that right, there's a sandwich. It's like captures. <laughs> yeah. Dark web captures. Don't worry. I studied I studied this at school. That's a stop sign. <laughs> yeah, the dark web ones are fucked. All right, it's super low res and you've got to find bars of gold. Yeah, eight of them. Yeah, and it's like, why do they keep moving? And also they use like synonyms as a tactic to confuse the AI, it seems yeah. like, because it'll be like money and then it'll have the edge of like a bit of gold, maybe it's a coin. And so that's yeah, like, yeah. that's money. You yeah. know? That's yeah. not just like a yellow thing. And you start have to, and then like a, you know, an emoji of like a money bag. And yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing here. I know what we're doing. We're yeah. interpreting. Yeah, we're keeping it ultra human. Yeah, try and, try and deal with this vagary, AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's so low res, you can't even fucking see the thing. Because I can't, because I'm on my phone zooming in. <laughs> yeah, they've got to figure out a better system to, to sell drugs. <laughs> They did, but now it's getting shut down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was called street dealing. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I guess Wicker, Wicker probably was the best. But you know, how do you get a foot in the door? Well, I guess how do you get a foot in the door with any drug buying? No, it's... I've never really thought about that. You know, I, it's just word kind of mouth, of unconscious, enterprising behaviour from us. Yeah, oh, it's socialising, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I guess. A really good way, like that's why I guess dark web drugs are bad. It's like if you want drugs, you have to be social. Like you know, traditionally, traditionally, yeah, yeah, yeah. traditionally, you have to walk up to someone and say like, "Hey, do you sell weed?" Yeah, at the at the base level, Mm. you know. But like 
the more social you are, the more friends you have, the more nicer person you are, the more you're rewarded with easy pathways to drugs. Mm. It was a good system. <laughs> Cops would kind of look the other way or they were too busy dealing with other shit, you know. And now it's like there's a million New South Wales cops. Yeah. It's the easiest job to get in the world. Yeah. They're all just going like, oh, that guy probably looks like he has drugs. We have the right to go and do whatever the fuck we want to him. Yeah. You know? It got ruined. It got ruined. The, it the, used to be legal. It used to be, yeah. Like before cops. You know? Everything the, was. Everything everything was. Before the reckon, Bible. Do you reckon there were Mayan <laughs> cops being like, oh, no, that ayahuasca is actually, you know, on a banned list? No, the Mayan cops were going like, yeah, I, I need to have some of that before work. I assume. I'm no history buff. <laughs> no, you're dead right. Yeah. I am, and that's correct. Yeah. <laughs> cops through history were way more chill. Then what, the Industrial Revolution, you know, the, the Unabomber was right. Again. <laughs> Again. Look at that. And look, they strung him up. Yeah. I don't know what he actually did, but I I I've caught some the headline of the manifesto. Yeah, and I think he was onto something. He planted explosives underneath um, a uni or something, right? Yeah, no, he went about it the wrong way. What you want to do is <laughs> yeah. So what you need is uh, fertilizer. Yeah, nitrogen rich fertilizer, and then <laughs> see this is what they should be teaching at the men's shed. <laughs> None of this fucking build a spice rack for your wife. She's like, we're going to get into fertilizer bombs. <laughs> Parody. <laughs> Parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Do if they you scan podcasts for like... <laughs> for like... Fertilizer? They said nitrogen-rich fertilizer. <laughs> I'm going to listen more to this. How did they get there? The Mayans. The Mayans. The bloody Mayans and the fertilizer. And so you need... Yeah, a 40-gallon drum, mm. as my understanding goes. Speaking of fertiliser, mm. we play at Marrickville a bunch, speaking of Marrickville. Yeah, golf course. Golf course. And the greens are fucked. Mm -hmm. I was looking online because, you know... You thought maybe I you mean, could I'm do some vigilante, <laughs> some reverse Pauline Lockie or whatever her name is, the chick <laughs> who was accused of damaging the greens in the first place, the independent member... <laughs> I don't know who accused her of that, but it stuck. <laughs> yeah, I had some greens counselors knocking at my door the other day, and I was like, "What's your, what about you guys poisoned the greens? What's going on?" Anyway, um, they were like, "I've heard this, and no, this is not true." And I was like, "Oh, you poisoned the golf course? No, we didn't." And I'm like, She's an independent now. <laughs> That's actually a. Yet another Don Joyride rumor. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I heard it from someone else. I think. I didn't just make that up out of nowhere. Maybe I did. No, it's good to come clean. I made that up. Um, but it feels good. That's the thing about my rumors, man. They fucking feel good. You know? Like, there were 17-year-old kids at bloody uh, political marches with signs saying Scott Morrison shat himself mm. or whatever. Everyone knows it's not true, but it fucking feels good. Not everyone knows it's not true. I know. I mean, that's the the, the worst part about about that one. Less so the Pauline Lockie 
poisoning the turf at the golf club. But like, it's like, come on, that's you got to like people. People ask me, oh, you did you start that? Were you there? It's like, yeah, I was a ten year old at Macca's, and I went, that's a future prime minister, and he just shat himself. <laughs> Lock that one up for 2018, and I'll just pull that out randomly. Like, come on. What I was going to say is um, I had a look at, because like, you know, in the property game or whatever, just Mm. like building a little green in the backyard, six to eight weeks, I reckon, until you've got a workable green. Really? So what are we talking, like double threading or whatever I didn't look into the details. I just said how long. Yeah. I'll deal with that when I actually start digging. When Six, I got shovels in the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when the shovels hit the deck. Yeah. When, Six when to we eight. break dirt. Well, yeah. I, I, I guess it depends on the quality of soil, what grass you're going for. Yeah. You could you could speak to the perfect perfect cricket pitch. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, he'd probably be able to help for sure. And and if you don't know who the perfect cricket pitch is, go to his Instagram. Uh, I think it's at the perfect pitch. Yeah. Um, some good turf gear there. Oh, fantastic. Well worth a follow. As we've discussed before, is there any any greater feeling than the feeling of admiring freshly cut turf? Yeah. Or at least smell. I can't remember what the thing was. Well, feeling you know, of the, the grass between the, the, yeah. the feet or the accomplishment of mowing. Something like no, that. The Something... accomplishment of mowing. <laughs> I did it. So, something I, no, about cut, it's, it's, cut grass. Yeah, is yeah, good. because it's it's... It's man conquering nature. Yeah, that's right. You said that. I was like, you more know? like, oh, I just like the smell. Yeah, because it represents man conquering nature. You think about all the horrible things that nature tries to fucking do to us. Yeah. But then you go to, the, you go to the botanic gardens. You're like, we fucking got one over you there. There's a really nice turf section at the botanic gardens. Isn't it so good? And the like, the oh, cut yeah. and uncut. Yeah, yeah. So, Here's what it looks like cut. Here's what it looks like a bit, you've got, bit higher. We got this from South Africa. You've got... I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say 20 different types of grass mm. next to each other, two by two meter patches mm. with little fences around them. And it says, this is the type of grass, half of it's mown, half of it's free range, <laughs> free range grass. And and you can just go observe it, take your, take your wheels off, have a little stomp on them, be like, that'd be nice. You can just go shopping for grass, like pick what lawn you want. Yeah, for free. Yeah, down there. At you Circle can take a, take a cutting, take a take a square out. Just just a small square, because if everyone took squares, then yeah, there'd be yeah. no grass left. Exactly. But maybe we'll take one or two pieces. Yeah. I would say at night, one or two fronds. Are they what? Are the... Yeah, grass fronds, not <laughs> blades. See, this is another thing people get wrong. Grass is actually so. Uh, you're on the horticulture hour with the meeting tree. Uh, today, debunking grass. A lot of people think that grass is a blade, but grass is actually a type of mini palm. Mm, blades are made out of metal. Yeah. Um, and see, a lot of people don't know that. Blades, a lot of the time, will come in, you know, you can, you got your, your big 13-inch blade mm-hmm. kitchen gear, um, you know, used for cutting a roast or whatever. Maybe a paring blade, mm-hmm. your Victorinox, the thing will last forever. Uh you won't find them in grass. And the problem is, if you did, you'd be fucked. Mm. Your feet would be bloodied and sore. Mm-hmm. Your shoes would be ruined. Yeah, if you're walking along on katanas. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be great for the backyard. Yeah. Also, you know, leaving them out there, they'd rust. Rust. And all of a sudden, you're standing on rusty katanas playing backyard cricket with grandma. She takes a fall. It's not just the hip that's in danger. 
just lacerations all over. Grandma had to get 192 stitches because she had a fall playing backyard cricket. Yeah. Makes no damn sense. Because you confused your blades from your fronds. Yeah, you, you shoved a bunch of knives in the ground. thinking, and, and not only that, you've done the front lawn as well. And then all of a sudden, it's about 4.30 p.m. The sun hits the perfect angle. Someone's driving along. The light shines in their eyes. They're blinded. Yeah. They swerve. And they hit something fly out of the front of the windscreen, where do they land? They land on another car, which swerves around, <laughs> creating a pylon. Yeah, and then a pedestrian jumps out of the way, they land on the blades. Yeah, and that pedestrian was actually on their way to Parliament to yeah. hand a submission to legalise drugs. Yeah. And guess what? Look at that. Doesn't Dr- happen. Drugs remain illegal. Yeah. And that man was the Unabomber. <laughs> because in this universe, where you've planted grass as knives the unabomber got away with the horrible things he did not the horrible theories he had <laughs> the horrible things he did <laughs> and that's you know and and that's the problem with all of this yeah the unabomber's <laughs> that's the problem with all of this the, for sure the unabomber's actions have been tied with his theories yes i think he was like a, a luddite right he was anti technology yeah yeah he he was he was like he was one of the OG Lindy guys. Like a, an, what are they called? Anarcho-primitivist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hated the Industrial Revolution. Mm. Well, the, the effects of it. Yeah. Um, Take us back. As I've always said, just give me some congas, put me in the, in the desert yeah. with a Zoom recorder. Yeah. Why do you think we all love doofing? It's the closest we can get to yeah. a Zoom recorder, some skin stretched over a drum, a bit of percussion gear. Mm-hmm. The Simpson Desert. Yeah. You know, that's... An SM57. Yeah, Ableton. On on a good lappy. Yeah. Um, Obviously and, some kind of solar panel yeah, generator like situation. Jenny. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want solar because yeah. it's less likely to blow. And, you know, you, you want to get the good ones, the Chinese solar panels. Mm. So get them shipped over. And it's all right if they stop working, just bury them. Just bury them. That's the trick. I was thinking about this the other day, how I haven't met anyone that works in solar for a while. Yeah. But then I realised... I haven't toured. You haven't toured. That's when you meet them. That's when you meet someone who works in solar. Yeah, is, yeah. Is after a gig. Yeah, because you don't meet them in Sydney. No, you don't. No. Solar guys. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, we kind of stick to our circles when it's a home, ga- home game. And yeah, all we're that. more big oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've got big oil mates out the arse. We're talking Castrol, Valvoline, that type of oil. Uh, yeah, more of a lubricant. Yeah, yeah. We're talking grapeseed. Olive, obviously. <laughs> Try and avoid canola because it's not that good for you. Like peanut. Yeah, seed oils are a bit funny. I know people have a weird thing. They like it, it, like they think it increases estrogen production or something. Was that? I missed all of it. There was something about seed oils. I don't know. Well, it's an American thing again. Yeah, I think I think your your cheaper seed oils, your canolas and what have you, the fats are a bit harder to break down for your body. In the oils? Yeah, I don't think that's what they were talking about on Twitter, though. Oh, they were just saying it gives you boobies. Yeah, something like that. But aren't they also, they're the ones you want on the barbecue or whatever because they burn at a higher temperature. Well, that's why grapeseed is the sweet spot because right. it smokes at a higher temperature, but the fats aren't as difficult to break down as like your cheaper sunflower, canola, etc. Right. As far as I understand, you're on the oil hour with the meeting tree. Uh, we're talking big oil. Big oil? Big Big oil. Yeah, that's that's my understanding of the oils, which is why 
uh, you should try and avoid tuna in oil because they use cheap oils. Even Sirena, you want to go spring water, use your own oil. Brine. Because olive, olive's the good one. They've never put... Like, I've never seen an oil spill, like a tanker's just tank it over and just put olive oil all over the ocean. Yeah. Why yeah. does that never Where happen? are the olive oil tankers? That's the thing, because the olive oil guys, that's where the money's at, so they can afford the good skippers. Yeah. That's that's the difference. And they don't take the dangerous... They're not taking fucking tiger lines through the middle of a bloody storm. Yeah, well, we know the price of petrol, like, per litre is, what, a buck eighty or something like that? Exactly. Whereas, Consider per litre like, of a o- good olive oil. Olive oil, that's... I mean, a litre of good olive oil, like nine, ten bucks. Yeah, through the roof. So that's the stuff. That's that's five times the price. Yeah. Hence why they can afford the skippers. And hence why, car, you know, the stuff they use for cars is called crude oil. Although it would be more efficient with the tuna if you just like if your tanker kind of <laughs> opened up and then the oil went everywhere, and then you could just get a huge net and basically yeah. the job's done. Job for done. You. Next. See why haven't they thought of that? Just do it out there. That's efficiency. That's efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. They, just can it on the boat or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just press a can into the fish. Bang. Bang. Yeah. Done. Bang. You could get a build like a press machine with a hundred cans. We're talking big tuna here. Yeah. Big oil and big tuna. Tuna are huge. I saw a tuna in Darling Harbour once. No one believes me. <laughs> I believe you. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people say believe women. I say believe women and Raph. Yeah, uh, I say how- believe everything. <laughs> What's the harm? <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, I think that's potentially a good secret to life. Everyone will like you if you believe everything, mm. even contradictory stuff. You go, well, I can see both sides. Yeah, yeah no, fair enough. It actually makes you incredibly intelligent to be able to hold both views yes. strongly. In, In fact, you die for both views yeah. Yeah. and kill for them. <laughs> intelligent and likable if you would kill and die for opposing views. <laughs> yeah, I'm a double agent, but active for both sides. I agree with both the English and the Nazis. Yeah, the Jews have got to go and the Germans should be killed for doing it. Is that <laughs> That's kind of Unabomber vibe. I'm, yeah, I'm role-playing as a guy who's like a double agent, but not like I'm cheating on them. It's like, no, I agree with both. That would be the mentality. It's a both sides guy. The, yeah, the yeah. ultimate both sides. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, the the English should be killing them, not the Germans. Oh, <laughs> um, again, role-playing a guy that doesn't exist that I don't agree with. That's fine. No, no, sorry. But in this premise, fuck, I have to agree with him. This hypothetical guy I've made up. Because oh, yeah, you be- have to believe. I believe him. I believe everything. Fuck. It's not his fault, listener. He believes okay. everything. No, no. Well, that's the thing. I've failed. This is, you know, and that's what happens with things like Christianity. It's like it's impossible to be like Jesus. All you can do is do your best. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, like he was magic. Yeah, that's the thing. The guy was fucking David Blaine 2,000 years ago. you got a lot of people out there trying to be David Blaine. No one wants to be David Blaine. No. You know? No. Yeah. Magic virgin. Magic. Magic virgin. <laughs> you can just say virgin. <laughs> Sophie and I have been thinking about doing like a wedding 
type thing, basically a wedding reception mm-hmm. back here because we got married last year mm-hmm. in Portugal. Mm-hmm. It's a country in Europe there. Yep. Get your Google Maps out if you head to Spain and then go a little bit down to the left. You'll yeah. see it. Then there's one more country just hanging off to the, the far left. And yeah. if it's not on the map, that you got the wrong map. Yeah, there's a country up. out there. I'm telling you, it's an old old map. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the old Google Maps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they found some stuff. But we were thinking about a wedding reception, and one thing that I keep thinking about that would be funny to have it at like our wedding reception as entertainment is like a a roving close up magician, like a guy oh, doing card tricks and stuff. And being creepy to the women. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> that, that kind of stuff. I think it'd be really funny. I mean... Uh, You're not it, into it? <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking about like if a magician came up to me and started doing tricks. Like I'd be cool with it if it's like a kind of, here's a quick trick and then I'm off. <laughs> I don't know if it will be. But part of it is like the magician's great. You can accept him on face value. Another part of it is I know that a lot of my mates will follow him around and roast him while he's doing it. And and that's kind of what I'm in it for. And what he gets paid the big bucks for. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, yeah. What, 50 an what hour? What about a bit of face painting? Face painting's great. No kids welcome. Face painting. Yeah. <laughs> Parents coming home to their children, you know, oh, thanks, babysitter. You can go and they've got their faces painted like a tiger. The yeah. kids start crying. Where's my fucking lolly bag? <laughs> Everyone gets lolly bags. Full, like, revert to child stuff. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Pass the parcel. Yeah. You keen? Sure. Thanks, man. <laughs> Anything for you. You might have some rolls at it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you got. I got a card. good card trick. Yeah, I was going to say you're going to be the roving magician. 